buying decisions are emotional decisions. The rationale, the logic part takes place before, but the final decision, yay or nay, even if you've done all the left brain, all the analysis, and you've got the data to support it, remember the final stage of everybody's decision-making strategy is the kinesthetic, it's the feeling. Does this feel right or not? Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker, and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights, and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hey, Gavin here. You love the audio format because you listen to podcasts. I'm a massive fan of learning through audio courses and books. What I particularly like about Knowable is that courses are short form, like a podcast, and expert-led, like an audiobook, with courses on leadership from the commander of the International Space Station and on startups from the co-founder of Reddit. Grab yourself 20% off with coupon code GAVIN, in capital letters, G-A-V-I-N, which brings the price down to just over $3 a month. It's a no-brainer. Download the Knowable app or visit knowable.fyi. Use code GAVIN to get 20% off. Hey, presto, Gavin here. I hope you're well. The nights are getting longer, certainly here in the Northern Hemisphere in the UK. The clocks have gone forward. The sun is out. The birds are waking us up in the morning and um, the flowers are budding in the garden. Hey, spring's on its way. And along with it, some optimism, particularly in the UK, with a successful rollout of the vaccine programme and um, gradually uh, places opening up. So here in Wales, you know, we can we can travel in Wales now, which is fantastic. And uh, restrictions in England are uh, are sort of releasing as well. So a lot to be look forward to. But also in business, the more people I'm talking to in business every single week, the greater the level of optimism. That optimism will equal to confidence, and confidence will mean that people start to spend, whether it's investing buying, expanding, etc. So, and then, you know, the um, the markets, the Bank of England say that, uh, certainly for in the UK, there's a lot of money on deposit. So therefore they're expecting when shops open up again and people can go out for restaurants when that's allowed and people can go out to the theatre or book holidays, particularly abroad, then we've, there's going to be spending in the economy. So there's a lot of things to look forward to. And I think it's really important, particularly in the context of, the last year that we start to look forward and we start to live in a state of positive expectancy as to what will come. So I want to give you some thoughts today around improving customer conversions. You will find yourself in more conversations, hopefully going forward with potential new customers. And not all businesses are in the position where that they want more sales because some may have a very full order book. Many businesses, if I were to say, if you could have more uh, more conversions, you know, a higher number of customers, would you be interested? And the answer is yes, show me how. So the first thing I'd like you to think about in terms of increasing your conversions is to increase the, uh, your compelling offer, the, com- the degree to which your offer or product or service is compelling to your customer. Does your marketing, to start off with, make a compelling, an irresistible offer, one to the extent that an individual thinks, wow, I'd be daft not to take that offer up. Does your offer provide like unparalleled value in your marketplace you know, to your, your target customers? 
And, you know, if it did or improved the way that it provided unparalleled value, would it increase sales? Would you get a, a spike in sales? So a couple of things for you to think about to improve your offer to the marketplace. Look at what the comp- well, first of all, speak to your customers. That's really important. What do they want? You know, what remember that phrase I used a couple of weeks ago uh, around what's a problem that they have that they no longer want or they don't want, and what's the solution that they want but they don't have. So to speak to your customers, get a feel for the marketplace to understand what their needs are that need solving. And secondly, look at what else is out there by way of the solutions on offer in terms of product or service from competitors. Now, what are those common across the different competitors? Those like features or benefits, the results that they're promising. What is common? Because there will need to be certain elements to your offer to the market that's going to be aligned with those of your customers. It's your competition, I meant, I meant to say, because they those things that are similar across a number of competitors are almost like your ticket to the game. They, they, they get you on the playing field to play, to compete. But also, if you look at the solutions that have been offered by your competitors, do they represent, do they deliver a full and remarkable solution to those needs or wants of your customer? And if not, what is missing? So there's the opportunity for you to add a point of differentiation to your product or service, but also to add something that's more compelling. There are a number of things that you can do, whether it be stacking more value, bundle things together, um, etc. But that's a topic for another time. But I just want you to think about if there was something else that you could add into your proposition, your product offer or your service offer that would make it even more attractive, would make it even more compelling, what would it be? So the first thing to think about is a compelling offer. The second thing to think about is what can I do to convince a customer in order to that it's right to come and um, you know and and become and spend money with us. So one of these things is a compelling offer. The second thing that can help convince is social proof. In other words, that's customer testimonials, customer case studies. It's other people talking about the result that your product or service has got for them. I, I think about this like in, in the final stages of a business buying decision. Remember, buying decisions are an emotional decisions. The rationale, the logic part takes place before, but the final decision, yay or nay, even if you've done all the left brain, all the analysis, and you've got the data to support it, remember the final stage of everybody's decision making strategy is the kinesthetic, it's the feeling. Does this feel right or not? Yeah. And in order to create that feeling that, yes, that answer, that response that it feels right, two things can help convince. One is customer testimonials. That social proof that you or product or your service does what you say it will do. And then the second thing is an element of risk reversal. So if it doesn't work out, what's the risk reversal? You know, is it a 30-day free trial? Is it a hundred percent money back guarantee? Is it a two times a double money back guarantee? What are the things that you could put in place? You know, for example, it's very you know commonplace for organizations like Apple Music, for example, when they launched it was a three-month free trial that was a risk reversal many software and apps you see will be a seven or a 30 day or a 14 day free trial that's an example of a risk reversal that lowers the barriers of resistance 
The other thing that your marketing needs to do is talk about, and I already have predicted, what are some of those objections that your customers could be raising or have doubts that they may have? And then your marketing and the conversations that you have with your customers and clients needs to address any potential um, any potential sort of uh, objections they've got. Some people call about, well, why don't you inoculate against those objections up front? And a couple of those areas, of course, could be, oh, well, what if it doesn't work? Well, then your risk reversal of your money-back guarantee can be a great example of that. The final thing I want you to think about in terms of getting conversions is, if through this process that we've been through, how do you make your offer more compelling? What is it that you've done in order to increase the convincibility of your proposition by customer testimonials and case studies and also by risk reversal? Have you and your analysis of what else is there in the marketplace and you've then improved that offering to the marketplace? Maybe you're coming up with something, you're enhancing your product or service that is even more appealing, not only to future perspective prospective customers but also to previous customers that for whatever reason have no longer buying from you and maybe you could reinvigorate past customers to get them to come back to you to re-engage you know remember the reason why in actual fact there's a statistic that's shown that 67 percent of times when a customer leaves you to take their business elsewhere two-thirds of the time when they take the business elsewhere it's because of perceived indifference it's because they don't they believe that you don't care enough they don't think you care enough so what are the things that you could do to reactivate to re-engage to demonstrate the care and also the huge amount of value that you can bring to not only future prospective customers but to previous customers who've had hopefully a positive experience of working and engaging with you and what can you do to re-engage them to bring them back on board don't underestimate the value that a previous relationship and a previous transactional or trade relationship has enabled you to build a level of trust that actually with a renewed product offering could reinvigorate the opportunities uh, for a, a relationship with them again. So think about conversion. Think about what are the things that you can do to increase the chances of that. Raise the, the degree to which your offer is compelling raise the products or you know the, the the features and benefits that you get with that stack the customer testimonials put some risk reversal in there think about what's missing in the marketplace in the pursuit of offering a full and remarkable solution and then not only present that to future prospective customers existing customers but also spend some time reactivating previous customers You've been listening to the Business Mastermind podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms, enjoy more success and create more impact.